Hey guys, my name is Danny Dumas and this is the Earn Your Title podcast. Today is part two of the Earn Your Title challenge explanation. So last week I introduced the idea of a uh, giving guys some focused tasks to work on in the goal or in the realm of a 28 day challenge. Each week you will uh, accumulate points for doing 14 items, 14 tasks, 14 actions. At the end of the week, you'll get a score. The goal of this challenge is to every week improve your score. So if you go, uh, if you go the whole 28 days, every week you would get better, and then you can repeat this. And uh, I explained last week, but uh, to me, challenges have been so important. The idea that I could focus on specific tasks, and they'll get me to a better place in my life as a husband, as a father, as a leader. That idea has been very helpful, and I wanted to give that to you. So um, we went over the health-related tasks uh, last week, and today I'm going to finish up and talk about the other um, the other tasks that relate to our self, our personnel, like our, our mindset, and our relationship. So we have eight more tasks to talk, talk about, and these tasks are going to get us better in our uh, maybe professional life. It's going to improve our relationship with our, our spouse, our kids at work, our network, and uh, and just make, kind of make us more productive. And these are all things that I've done. I don't do every day because, you know, nobody's perfect. But when I do them, my life is better. I succeed. I, I hit my goals. So I want to give these to you. So the first thing is to wake up 30 minutes before you need to. Why is this powerful? Well, 30 minutes allows you time to plan your day, to not be rushed. I remember being a young college student, tired, working, you know, working jobs, working uh, school full time. I went to school to be a paramedic and a firefighter. So my uh, schooling was, I I had to go to school and then I had to do all these clinicals, hundreds of hours of clinicals. So I would do a 10 hour shift at the hospital that I worked in and then go home for a couple hours and then do a 12 hour ambulance ride. And I just remember being tired and always waking up rushing, just picking up stuff off the floor, you know, shaking the pants out, see, you know, try to get the wrinkles out and heading out the door. That is just not a great way to, to succeed at life is to constantly be rushing and, and just barely making it on time. And so getting um, that first uh, 30 minutes to yourself to just wake up, just to wake up and, and get things ready, like get your mind ready. Uh, there is a book called The Miracle Morning, and the entire premise of the book is if you want to be successful, wake up early, get the most important things done, and then the day's already a success. Now, I don't think you have to wake up early because not everybody is an early riser. Some people are just not going to be successful at getting up early because their 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 bodies just aren't designed for that. Now, I think you could change. I don't think you're stuck not getting up early, but I know some people, it's just not their thing. They need to, you know, stay up till midnight and get things done in the middle of the night and then sleep in because if you go back to the challenge, you need to be getting eight hours of sleep. So that being said, I understand that everybody will, can get up at four in the morning and like get a workout in, do a cold plunge, meditate, then get your second workout in, then eat a, you know, all organic diet, breakfast. That's not possible. But I do think everybody can get up 30 minutes so you're not rushing. What is my 30-minute early wake-up? I wake up, I go into the kitchen, I grab a glass of water. I'm usually thirsty. 
then I will, uh, I have a mobility routine that just kind of like moves all your muscles. It's not a workout, but it takes me about 10 minutes. I'll go through that. I will, um, open up my, I have a journal slash planner and I will write out my priority for the day. The one thing I want to get done. I always try to pick one thing. I pick my priority. and Then after that, I write my to-do list, things that I want to get done. But I always have that one thing that if I accomplish this, that is, is a success. And that's my 30 minutes. You know, um, some people will read their Bible or pray or meditate. I, on the way to work, I listen to the, uh, Bible one year app. So that's where I get my Bible for the day. I know if you're not religious, the meditating, I think is still very important to think on a topic and just kind of roll that over in your mind. So find something that is, that is helpful and do that for the first 30 minutes. So wake up 30 minutes. And I kind of talked about this, but part of planning your day, and I do this when I wake up 30 minutes early, is to figure out your priority. We use the words um, priorities, like multiple, falsely. I don't think you can have priorities in the sense that right now there should be one thing that you want to get done, and that is your priority. Now, you can have other things that you can put into that list of what eventually will be your priorities, but you can only have one. I think we as men are not good multitaskers to start. So why are we like, I, you know, my priority is my health and my relationship and my this and this. So if, if fitness is really important to you and you wake up and your spouse is still asleep, she doesn't need to be your priority at that moment. Your priority with what you have in front of you is the good a good solid 30-minute workout in. That's the thing you're focusing on. And just give yourself that ability to focus on that thing, that one thing. Then you're done, and now you're ready to go. You took a shower, your wife wakes up, and now because she's your priority at that moment, yeah, you know, you know, you know she likes her coffee made a certain way, so you do that for her. See what I'm saying? So you're finding the the priority for that moment. The, the first thing you want to get done, and just take care of that. Now, there's a to-do list. You can put those things up into your priority, make that the next one thing. But I'm a big believer in just getting the one thing. Take care of your priority. So uh, that's the second thing for, that you can do for the day. Plan your day and set your number one priority. Now, fast forward to the day. I think it's very helpful to review your night, So which means at nighttime, Go back over the day, if you're using your phone or a journal or a planner or if you're just stuck in your head, how did I do? Evaluate the success and failure of the day and then what led to the success and what led to the failure. Why did you not get certain things done? And then next day, figure out how to get those done. Figure out how to eliminate the distractions. I really think we and me personally I have stagnated the most when I just go through the motions. I wake up with just enough time to get my clothes on, grab a bite to eat and get to work. Then I rush through the day. And when I come home, I'm in that same rush state. And I look back at the day and say, was that successful? I have no idea. I didn't have any goals. I didn't have any things I know I had to get done. And I did some things, but they were random. So I think uh, reviewing your night really helps. So that's, uh, that's the next thing you can do. I'm a big believer and the power of reading. Now, I listen to a lot of books. I have an Audible membership. I've had one for multiple years. I don't know. I probably have 100 titles in my Audible library. 
And I get a lot of information from that. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. There's a great one called the Earn Your Title Podcast. You should check it out. Um, but uh, I think it's also important that you actually read. <laughs> There's something magical about picking up a book that's made with paper, following the lines with your eyes. And that, like, if I listen to a book and it really speaks to me and I really get something out of it, I get a lot of information and I feel like, man, that was powerful. I will buy the book and I will read it and I'll get even more. There'll be even a better connection in my brain. It just does something. So 10 pages of reading every day. And then if you're following this plan and you have a digital sunset, that's something you can be doing during the digital sunset. So an hour before you go to bed, get your book out and start reading nonfiction, get some good, valuable information into your brain. That's uh, the four things you can do. Let's move on to connections, making connections. So initially, when I uh, I had actually done this with some friends of ours, we just got together and just kind of said, hey, we're going to do these things. And it was to spend 30 minutes of uninterrupted time with your spouse and your kids. Those are two different ones. But I've changed it. I realize in the busy time we're in, pure sitting down, that requires something, that requires the other person to be able to give 30 minutes. And I really don't like doing things and having um, like in something inside of a challenge when I need to rely on somebody else. I want to be self-sufficient and success is in my hands, not somebody else's. So I've changed it from 30 minutes of uninterrupted time with your spouse to make five connections a day with your spouse. What is a connection? can be very simple or it can be very complex. A connection would be in the middle of the day, randomly send a text saying, I love you. I can't wait to see you. Um, I've got dinner ready. That's a connection. It was a touch point. You reached out that was unexpected and you made a connection. When they get home, a connection point might be sitting at the, uh, at the kitchen table. Tell me about your day. What was going on? really be engaged in a conversation. Now, this could be a two-minute conversation or it could be a 30-minute conversation, but you're connecting. If you could do that five times through the day, so you know, once when you wake up in the morning, I love you, have a great day. I'm sure it's going to, you know, something encouraging. Um, you could be sending a funny video on Instagram. Hey, this looks like the problem we were having over here. You're reaching out, but do that five times a day. And for some of you, They'll be like, ah, oh, that just takes up too much time. There's no way. And some of you are like, oh, I do that all the time. Good for you. You probably have a great relationship. But in especially in the middle of the kids' busy practices everywhere, you're disconnected. You know, you're passing your your wife in the night, just like, hey, it's nice to see you. Good to see you too. As you're going somewhere else, stay connected. Whether that is, you know. a kiss before you go to work, or whether it's uh, sending a funny joke on Instagram. Attempt to connect five times. That, I think, is really important. The second one is attempt, attempt to connect with your kids three times. Why three? Because uh, many of us have more than one kid. If I said five, that could be uh, excessive. I don't think most of us aren't texting our kids. You know, they're in school. They probably shouldn't be getting that. Um, so, you know, what is the connection with a kid? My, uh, my daughter, uh, my youngest, likes... Um, her, her love language is physical contact. So when I come home, I know I need to give her 30 minutes of her sitting right on my lap or next to me while she's watching a TV show. All I need to do is to be there and we need to be in physical contact. That's it. 
I know that she likes to wrestle. And we don't just wrestle. We always grab an item and we wrestle for the item. That's a thing. That's a contact for her. Where my older daughter, it might be, um, you know, she enjoys playing volleyball. We'll just take the volleyball. We'll bump the volleyball back and forth. That is a contact. For my son, it might be, you know, talking about his day, taking him to do something, trying to show him something, trying to teach him a skill. But I'm attempting to get three contacts with my kids each day. Um, this kind of goes along with them, but uh, just check up on a friend. As men, we have this idea that we could be, you know, lone wolves, that we could, you know, just take on the world by ourselves, and that is false. A lone wolf is a sick and dying wolf because they're only eating small mice and rodents. The reason is because in order for a wolf pack to survive, they need to take down big game like deer, moose, elk, and they only can do that in a pack. And while that's kind of a cheesy uh, analogy, you know, if you've seen movies and talked about the wolf pack and all that, there's some truth to that. We need other people, and those people are friends. And the way you make a friend is by actively cultivating that relationship. I think as men, the reason we have a hard time doing that is because we started with our friends, the friends we started with, we had in high school or middle school, and they were forced to be together. You know, like, I'm sure you had a best friend in high school that you no longer are best friends because you're not forced to be together. There's all these forced connections with class and sports and events. We don't have that anymore. So us as men, we have to create that. The way you do that is by reaching out. Hey, man, how's it going? Hey, do you want to go play pickleball? Hey, do you want to get breakfast? Do you want to go do this, that? We have to facilitate our relationships. And you can't just, and it has to be over time. It can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go make friends. I'm going to have five friends today. No, that doesn't work. If you want a close friend, that takes time. So uh, check up on a friend. Make one connection with a friend, whether you're talking to them. Again, sending them funny things on, uh, on Instagram. That's okay. Like you're, you're, you're just letting them know, hey, I'm here for you. It's not always has to be serious and doesn't always have to be funny, but you're going to make a connection. And the uh, last one, and I think this is important, is to help out a stranger or do some type of act of kindness. We are naturally selfish people. And, and I don't even mean that in a negative sense. We take care of ourselves. We take care of our family. Our life is at the forefront of what we do every day. The things we worry about, the things we, the things that are challenging are usually something inside of our life. Reaching out to this world, opening of the door for somebody, paying for someone's coffee, telling somebody, uh, you know, I don't know, they're, you know, singing a tune at this grocery store. Hey, man, your voice is great. Something every day. I think it expands our horizons. It lets us see that the world is a bigger place than just us. It lets us see the world as uh, people and not just humanity. And that makes you a better person. Just all around. So to recap, all 14 things. Drink half your body weight in ounces of water. 30 minutes of moderate to intense exercise. Either 8,000 steps a day if you're tracking or a 30-minute walk, preferably outside. One hour before you go to sleep, have a digital sunset. Eight hours of sleep each night. Do a 13-hour food fast. Wake up 30 minutes earlier than necessary. Give you a chance to plan. Plan your day. And when you plan your day, so let's wake up 30 minutes. The next one, plan your day and set your number one priority. Three, review your night. 
So when you go to, before you go to bed, review how your day was. Read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. Connect five times with your wife. Connect three times with each kid. Check up and connect with a friend. Help a stranger or act of kindness. That is the Earn Your Title Challenge, and I'm challenging you to uh, sign up. There's a, there'll be a link at the bottom of the show notes. Click on it. It will give you access to the, uh, the Google Sheet. It's a spreadsheet. It's just a simple checkbox. When you do it, click the button. It will total the score. Um, whatever you get the first week, the goal is a winning to win the challenge, you will get a better score every week for four weeks in a row. That's one cycle. If you think uh, there's some value in that, do it again. I really think that little, simple actions can make you the person you want to be. Sometimes we want to have like these big, like, I want to lose 50 pounds. Well, you can't lose 50 pounds till you lose one pound. And that's the same idea with all this. You can't have an amazing relationship with, uh, you know, open communication until you send your wife a simple text that says, I love you. You know, you, you can't be physically fit if you're physically exhausted. So take these small, fairly easy actions on a daily basis, and, and I think you'll be successful. You'll be successful because you're doing it every day. In order to earn your title, you got to put the stuff into action. So do that. This has been the Earn Your Title Podcast. My name is Danny Dumas. Don't forget to sign up for the challenge, and I will talk to you later. Bye.